right, Kofi appear, Yankwe Zaza is the post-game narratives once again. How you doing, Yankwe? I'm good. We're here to tell you guys we got some new equipment. Yeah, we got these uh, wireless lavalier mics, uh, courtesy of our good friend Jaquil, so thank him, thank him for that. Shout out to Quill, bro. Thank you for all he's doing for the podcast. Thank you for setting us up with this. No more big <coughs> microphone. In yeah, the we, we had, uh, had some issues with our previous equipment, so hopefully you guys uh, like the audio from this uh, mics that we have on right now. Alright, so how was the week? Yeah, it was good, you know, uh, celebrate birthday, uh, you know me, I'm kind of low-key about it, I'm not like a big birthday celebrator like that, uh, but, I you know, it. I appreciate the, all the love that everybody gave me, so, that, that was the most important thing to me. Yeah, you know, we all getting older in life, and honestly, after turning 30, planning birthday parties as a male is kind of annoying, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> it's, it, there's no good sense in it, it's either, it's like, let me just go to a bar, let me enjoy a drink, and then I'll go home. Yeah, I think we're going to do that after that, after this. So. Yeah, that's yeah. what we should do. But um, happy birthday to you. You know, I hope you have many more. And, and I know we're going to party it up tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, the week was a little rough. You know, back to school night with them uh, rugrats, as I call them. You know, it's, <laughs> Classic show, by the way. Uh, you know, getting... To know these parents, I've always said, kids, I can deal with. When their parents are snobby and uptight, can't deal with it. Because I can understand a 14-year-old being a prick. I don't need a a 40-year-old something being a prick, too. But, (laughs) you know, that's that's the life of a teacher for most people. And I know the teachers out there who who listen to it Mm -hmm. understand and know that, hey, if I could put hands on some parents and some kids, it'll be hands. But, But you can't, obviously. In my mind, I'll be uppercutting everyone. In my mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, obviously, we're taping this on a Saturday. Obviously, college football going on. We just saw uh, the Georgia-Auburn uh, game. Uh, Georgia got a late touchdown. They won it 27-20. Any thoughts on what we saw uh, as we before we take the episode? What I'm seeing right now is that there's no legit number one team in college. No one seems stand out. Even though Michigan's winning right now, to me, they struggled against Rutgers last week. I don't really see anyone that's like, yo, this is their year. Yeah, you see Alabama. They're struggling right now, too. Alabama's been struggling for a minute. They, they haven't gotten their offense down. They haven't gotten their quarterback situation really solved out yet. So they have that. You have Penn State who plays these teams, but they're, they're, they're either losing to Northwestern and they have to have a second half comeback and – and win that game, but it's never impressive to me. And I, I mean, you know, we Penn State people, yeah, but we can be honest and fair here. They, they're not. Ohio State hasn't really looked all that great either. They, they had barely did it. Yeah. Uh, no damn, yeah. Come on, like, what are we talking about? Like, none of these teams look legit. Like, but obviously, it's just it's September, so obviously, it's early in the season. This is probably the time where teams are struggling. Even the even the good teams are struggling right now. So. Obviously, it's a long season. We'll see how it plays out through October and November. We'll see how. how but it plays this out. is why you got to start playing your competition earlier. Because if you can get a win out against Ohio State right now, and you get hot later on, guess what? They'll say you look strong against Ohio State. You still won that, and you got tough rest of the season. But if you let Ohio State build momentum, and then we face them, and then we lose. Penn State, I'm sorry, you're not making the playoffs. That's that's just the way it is. But. And you know, we got to talk about Coach Prime. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, this one, much better effort for the Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, they lost to UFC. Uh, I mean, not UFC. USC. 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 They lost uh, 40 to 41. Uh, it was a bad first half for them. They were down pretty big, but they were able to storm their way back. But unfortunately, was it a little too, too, mu- too little too late? As they fell by seven. So, where were your takeaways of the game? Uh, we were texting throughout the that game, and what were your takeaways from that game? Um, I hate when coaches play dumb in situational football. If you are down 14 with four minutes left, you cannot run the ball. You need to pass. Everyone knows when you get behind, you have to start passing. There was a couple of plays that Colorado was doing, and I'm like, no, you know what? They're done because they waste time. Coaches do this stuff all the time, whether it's in college or it's in the NFL. Dallas Cowboys, down 12, needed a score. They're running the ball. 
And I'm like, you're wasting time right now. You need to pass the ball. You need to get in the end zone so that if you give the other team the ball, they still have to go get a first down. And you don't have to worry about an onside kick. Exactly. Which, onside kicks are like a, a one in ten chance, basically. You're not getting an onside kick with uh, a minute fifty. You're not getting that because everyone knows what you're gonna do. If you give them, if you give them like the ball, maybe two minute, two minutes, thirty seconds, kick it off. If you get three and out. You get the ball back. And you still have the two-minute warning. So that's an extra timeout right there. But coaches, the fuck are you guys doing? You're down 14. This is not a regular game anymore. You are costing yourselves games. And coaches need to be called out for it. Then you had um, Greg Olson on the the tight end going like, oh, I really like the fact that he ran the ball. I'm like, oh, you've been in the league. You know they can't run the ball right now. When he was watching the talking about the Cowboys game, I'm like, bro, they have to pass the ball. And I get it. If you don't trust Dak like that, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But if Dak is a quarterback, you think he is, you have to let him throw. Same thing with Shador Sanders. If you think he's that guy, let him throw the ball. And the Miller dude was looking great. Why are you not feeding him the ball? Sometimes coaches get a little too, little too crafty, and then they end up losing the game. Like that offensive coordinator, they need to have a talk with him. Sean Lewis? Oh, Sean Lewis? Oh, 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 man. If I'm a player, I'm mad at him. And look, despite the fact that the defense, once again, didn't play well for Colorado, they played they played a lot better in the second half. They got an interception off of um, Caleb. Caleb Williams. Yeah, so. Like, all for nothing, Colorado should have got routed, and they did it. You got to give that Colorado defense a hell of a lot of credit. They came back. They played well. Got them down to 14. Who knows? If they had done this a little bit early, maybe they won the game. Maybe not. But I, I, these coaches, man, and this. And it was a terrible onside kick anyway. And we knew they weren't going to get it anyway. So there's nothing they can do. Yeah. They they played their two toughest games back to back. I didn't still play Washington. Washington's a pretty good team, yeah, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. But this is a rough two weeks for them. Yeah. This is a really rough two weeks for them. I'm, you know, let them get back. Now, SC, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, people say they might be a playoff team. I, I don't know about that defense. That no. defense was an issue for them last season. Yeah. We saw against Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. So, I'm not sure. Uh, they got to play Oregon. So, we'll see how they play against Oregon. Lincoln Riley's never been a stickler for defense. You can tell he's always been about the other side of the ball because what he's doing with Caleb Williams. And don't get me wrong. Caleb Williams looks like the best quarterback in the nation. Oh, yeah. This teams are going to be tanking. Woo! The Bears, Broncos, maybe. Woo! That's one of our topics because one of those quarterbacks on the Bron- Bears or Broncos, they got to go. They got to go. Well, um, it, might be harder, it might be harder for Denver to get rid of Russell Wilson's listen, contract. I get but. it. I get it. And I think it is easier for uh, the Bears to get a quarterback because you're not paying Justin Fields anything right now. But we'll, we'll talk about that later. But Caleb Williams is going to be playing on Sunday. He's going to be playing somewhere. Yeah. That man is good. Hit. And I know... Yeah, he had the comparisons with him and Mahomes. No, we don't need that right now. Let that man... Yeah, let, let, him, let, young, let that man, young man cook. <laughs> let that young man cook, bro. <laughs> All these comparisons. Because then, if he's not Patrick Mahomes, you're going to think he's a flop. Don't do that. Don't put that Don't put that need of pressure on. But anyway, Caleb, don't go to don't go to the Cardinals. Well, well, well hey, what? Cardinals will play well. They're 1-2. I mean, they, they can easily be 3-0. They lost to the Giants after having a 28-point lead. But then they beat the Cowboys. That's because... Cowboys were running on expectations, and they and oh, good lord, uh, I don't even know. Um, but Caleb, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the Cardinals have played a lot better than most people expected. That yeah. that's my main point there. That's true. I give them that, but honestly, I don't know where. I, and I wouldn't want to go to the Bears. Either. That's too much of a defensive minded team. They're not gonna. And low key, that's that's. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say. I mean they. They're one of those franchise. They're a story franchise, but they haven't really accomplished a lot. No, they haven't had a four thousand yard quarterback in like how many years? Like we can't keep doing this. Their last good quarterback, we. I hate to have to say this, was Cutler. Come on, Cutler. <laughs> He's the last quarterback that got him to the NFC Championship game. And he got hurt that game. Exactly. The Bears are living off of that nineteen eighty five Bears team. A little too long. Guys, let's move on. Bears, it's okay. Defense really maybe gets you to the problem. It don't win championships. You need to have offense. This is an offensive league. And 
Yeah, like the last real team to do it was that 2015 Broncos team. Yeah, and even then they had they still had the weapons, but they just didn't have the quarterback. Peyton was yeah, he was down at that point. Yeah, but you the Bears, you guys are suffocating yourselves with this defense, and I get it. That's that's what the Bears culture. It's about Nick Grit. Yeah, tough. It's Chicago. Uh, yeah, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, it's stupid. Like you need to have good offensive players. You need a good quarterback, and even if Justin Fields isn't the thing, isn't the guy for you. Are you doing everything you can to make him succeed? Yeah, you got him, DJ Moore, but... Yeah, the coach is Matt Eberflus. Exactly. And he's, he's a defensive coach. All these defensive coaches are kind of killing their quarterbacks, but the Bears especially. But, you know, we can go on a tangent about that, but I'm just saying, Bears fans, Bears, Bears fans, we got we to gotta get past this whole defensive-minded culture. Like, they'll, they're the type of team who will spend money for a defensive player, but won't get, like, an offensive lineman or a wide receiver. Look what they did for Khalil Mack a couple years ago. Like, I'm like, yo, you could have gotten a receiver. You could have gotten something well, else. Well, they got that. DJ Moore. They did try. But I don't know if DJ Moore is a number one or he's a number two. Because I feel like you forgot, you forget Justin Fields playing with number ones back in Ohio State, even though a lot of this one Justin Fields is on him. He, yeah. he, he doesn't look... Like, he's taking that next step. Look at CJ Stroud. He looks good so far. Yeah, he looks good. I'm like, I don't... Because remember, Justin Fields coming into this league, coming into the season, he was MVP candidate. Yeah. I don't, well, I thought that was ridiculous, to be honest with you, but... Because I thought he was supposed to run for 1,000 yards. I'm like, when is he really going to do all that? Like, like guys, come on. Like, let's, let's chill out. But with that team, and like now, they're 0-3. You got to start considering... Do we sit him or do we tank and we go get Caleb? <laughs> it's gonna be the Saint Paul, so them and the Broncos. Uh, so <laughs> we'll lose that game. Uh, you probably—they're probably thinking, "Ah, right, let's get in that Caleb Williams uh, talk right now." You talking about the battle of the bad that will happen tomorrow? Because yeah, listen, Russ, uh, I'm just glad we don't got that game. We're not getting that game I here in New York. I was, listen, I don't like watching bad football. That—that's—that's that's, that's too much for me. But um, even the Broncos, like. You lost by fifty. Ooh, that was I was mad. I didn't pick that. I I should have thought that. I was I was like, man, I should have picked the man, Dolphins. I bet on that. That's what I should have <laughs> bet on that. Fuck all that. I, I stayed away from that. I should have bet on that game. Cause every time I turned around, Tua had scored. The Broncos got the ball back. By the time the first half ended, it was thirty-five zero or something like that. I'm like, listen, that all can't be on Russ. I think. Sean Payton needs to look at himself now because he's gonna call out. Yeah, everyone. yeah. Vance Joseph has he's he hasn't had a good reputation with the best coordinator. So hiring him, that kind of tells me you weren't doing your homework there. No, no, no. He he knows everything. Sean Payton acts like this. He's this genius of a head coach. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you won one Super Bowl, and I was behind the Drew Brees era. Not really. Yeah, and then he was talking all that stuff like, oh, you know, um, what was it? Nathaniel Hackey, that yeah, was like the worst uh, coach team of all time or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like... You lost by 50. No, but that shows you. You shouldn't have been talking all that stuff, man. You should have been worried about what was going on with your team. And he, he smack-talked uh, the uh, Dolphins, too. He said uh, Tua was going to be backing up, and like now Tua, he had a chip on his shoulder. That's why came, they came out there and put 50. And if I'm the Dolphins, I'm kicking that field goal. I'm getting 73 points. Fuck out of here with all that. Oh, let's not be. No, 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 no. You had every chance to stop us. I'm scoring 73. Because guess what? You're in the history books. You can say, yo, we scored the most points in an NFL game ever. <laughs> the hell are you trying to be all uh, nice? and Nah, fuck them. They, they talk mess. Let's run up the score on them. Let's run up the score on them. Yeah, like I said, you know, Champagne, he's got he's got to prove it now. Cause, hey man, if, if you, man, <laughs> like I said, Champagne, he has to prove it, man. Cause if he doesn't, uh, now we look at you a little differently. Look at your mentor, Bill Parcells. Every single place Bill Parcells went, the team got better. And you were supposed to, you're supposed to be the Bill Parcells uh, protege here, so got to prove it. I don't know where I thought that, but anyway, he's gonna get a year because he can say. Russ isn't his guy. Until he gets his guy, then he can really find out who he is. But you're not going to get rid of Russ. That contract is ridiculous. No one's going to want to take Russ right now. So, 
he's gonna he's gonna get an excuse for this year because he's gonna be like these aren't his players. Well, he shouldn't get an excuse. No, I don't. I don't agree. I hate giving coaches excuses because they don't give the players the same type that same type of damn excuse. The way we're crushing Justin Fields is the same way we should be crushing their coach because their coach is terrible too. That Bears coach is terrible. It's not helping that team. Sean Payton is not helping the Broncos either. And we need to start calling out these coaches. We're too quick to call out the players. And I get it. Yeah. Sometimes the players do deserve it. But these coaches are putting them in positions. Look at Robert Sala. Yeah, I was going to mention You are killing your team because you're trying to believe in Zach Wilson. Now, to be fair, that might not be him. That might be our management saying, hey, we, we got to play this guy because we, we put the second overall pick with him. So... It might not be all Robert Sala's fault in that situation. I get it, but you're a players coach. You gotta understand. You gotta need to understand the the feet, the heart of the team. You need to understand the temperature in that room. If you know they're not feeling it, you have to say something. And I get it, GMs, but you're gonna lose your team. You're gonna start. The defensive players are already upset that you're believing in Zach Wilson because you're wasting years. You're wasting money of, out of people's pockets. This is the thing people aren't understanding. Some of these players are trying to get paid, and if they start losing. They're not getting paid. Unfortunately, I think the Jets made a big mistake going in the offseason. They didn't try to get a veteran backup quarterback to back up Aaron Rodgers. They they went all in on Rodgers. Yeah. Which uh, I get that, but you need to have a, a security backup plan. A solid backup plan. And instead, they had Zach Wilson, and now their season, eh, I don't know if it's done, but it's looking pretty uh, bleak right now. They face the Chiefs tomorrow. They face the Chiefs. Come on, and you know. Kansas City's on. Kansas City's starting to build up their momentum. Yep. And honestly, if I were the Jets, I'd go out there and I'd, I'd take a risk and get Kirk Cousins. That's going to that's gonna cost uh, draft capital. I don't know if they want to do it. I think you have to do that. You are going to lose this team. And this team, you can see Garrett Wilson arguing with Zach Wilson on the sidelines. Every, almost I saw Michael Carter. You got into it with his running back coach. This is because there's frustrations. There's so There was so much... Yo, we're going to win, even though I hate that team and, you know, they, they make me yeah, sick. Yeah, you sweated it out in the end. But I understand players' language, and I, I understand that they're t- saying, hey, if we don't start winning, what the, what do we do all this for? All that hype, all that preseason talk, all of that is gone because Zach Wilson is not that guy. It's okay. It's okay to admit that. Bro, we've watched him play for a whole season – Lost his job to Mike White last year. People forget this. And Mike White came, and Mike White is just a journeyman. And Mike White got the team more elevated than he did. Yeah, yeah, Mike effing white shirts. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. You got to understand, that same person that Zach Wilson is, that's always he's going to be. He's never going to rally the team around him. Like, when he had that one drive where they scored the touchdown, that was the best drive of that game. Yeah, because he didn't have to think. He just went, go, go, go. It was. And when that happens, it's like that's not going to happen all the time for him. He's the type of player. He thinks he overthinks every play, and that's why sometimes he gets himself into trouble. Because it's like, yo, I'm not trying to make a mistake here. I'm not trying to throw this interception here. Exactly. Like, you can't tell me he threw a check down. On fourth and ten. On fourth and ten. When he Tony Romo said he could have done that a play before, but he, like I said, he's in his head. He threw a check down, four for ten. You lose the game. And listen, Patriots fans, we need to talk. Listen, this is gonna be a long, long season because scoring thirteen points is not cutting it in this league. Only reason we had fifteen points was because of a safety. You cannot tell me you're gonna hold every team. To 10, 12 points. This is an offensive league. And this is all on Bill. Which I've said from the beginning. If he just wants to be a coach, that's cool. But him being a GM is killing this team. They don't have the weapons on offense. And Mac Jones isn't having a bad season. This is the thing I'm I'm kind of seeing. Yeah, you can tell the Bill O'Brien how it worked. But there's also little Bill O'Brien can do when you don't have the talent. There's too many times I'm watching receivers... They either don't run the right route, they're they're opening their hips the wrong way, especially Juju. My God, you would think Juju was a rookie. And the man is an awful route runner. Awful. (laughs) Awful. 
awful. I hate watching that motherfucker run routes because when the ball's to the outside, he opens his whole body and turns. It's like, bro, you can't do that as a receiver. I seen that too many times last week, and you wouldn't catch the ball. But this is why when I said, yo, go out there, go get DeAndre. Mike Evans coming up. You have to get some of this talent. The league is about talent. You can't sit here and tell me, yo, the Bournes, the Devontae Park, they're not it. And that's okay. They're okay to have connected pieces around the DeAndre Hopkins. They can't be the centerpiece. They're not, they're not players like that. They're really system players. You need a non-system player where it's like, yo, it's third and five. I can just go lob it to D-Hop. He go gets it. There's no one on the Patriots team that can do that. And that's why they struggle to get past 13 points against the Jets. And don't get me wrong. Jets defense is good. That's yeah, a very good defense, yeah. But when you have the players, sometimes it helps. But we don't. That's why sometimes we're just going three and out. We scored the 13 points and never scored again. You're not going to win in this league like that. And you're facing uh, the Cowboys in Arlington. So. Oh, good Lord. Uh, they're, not, they're definitely not going to be on my MVP picks. They're definitely not going to be on my MVP <laughs> Just because if it was at if it was in um, Foxborough, I might give them a chance, but it's 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 a it's, it's on the road. Team, yeah, it's a four twenty five game yeah, on Fox. I, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Damn, Kevin, come on, Bill, get us Mike Evans, man. Hashtag get the Patriots, Mike Evans. Come on, man. We we doing too much over here, man. Us, us as Patriots fans, we don't deserve this. <laughs> when we was win, when we was winning, we was humble. I'm trying to tell y'all this. Uh, I think most people disagree with that, but. First of all, no one cares what y'all think, okay? Y'all, y'all peasants. Anything else in the NFL that you want to talk about? Uh, uh, let's see. Anything else that? Um, this Chargers coach. Oh, Brandy Staley? Oh, Oof. God. He better give half of his check to Kirk fucking <laughs> Cousins. The same guy that you want the Jets to trade for. Because, once again, what did we talk about in the beginning of the show? Situational football. Kirk Cousins, you are down and about to score. You can't sit there and be like, I can't hear the play. You should have your two-minute drill down pat. You wasted too much time covering your ears to hear the play. Bro, you can't do that at that point. You have no timeouts. You got to get the play out. And then look what happened. But that charges, coach. Yeah, I don't know. It's It's... That's not even analytics. That's just being dumb, what he did. Why, why would you go fourth down in your own territory when you're up by four? Just just punt it away. Make them uh, drive the length, of, length of the field. And if they score, they score. But And people don't understand. They have to go down the field and score a touchdown. Not even not a field, field goal. Yeah. A touchdown. Yo, that coach needs to be fired. I don't I'm, surpri- I'm surprised he even kept his job, honestly. Because they won, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about after they lost the playoff game to Jacksonville. Oh, oh, the 27-point yeah. goal league? No, 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 no. But the Chargers owner is cheap, so that that's part of it. Cheap gets you beat. Yeah. I say this like, <laughs> all the time. Cheap gets you beat because when you're cheap, that means you're not willing to go out there and get the best talent. That means I can just do a patch job. Patch jobs never work because that problem is still there. And that's what this show... This, that's what this told me. You should have won this game, but that coach, I don't even want to say his name because he doesn't deserve to be called out. Yo, I literally watched this game. I was like, this is why the Chargers are always losing games that they should win. It's because of the coaching, because of situational football. And But I did laugh because I was like, Giants fans, remember when you guys had Joe Judge and he did that same crap? Oh, yeah, yeah. It reminds you? It reminds you? <laughs> oh, you got to throw a cheap shot at them Giants. Fuck them. All right? They took two Super Bowls. <laughs> Fuck them. They took two Super Bowls from us. I still hate them. I still hate them. Yeah, like, I-, I saw this week. They're playing the Raiders. I'm like, ooh, Josh Bernier versus Brandon Staley. Ooh, that's that. The I'm saying, wait. Battles of the dumbs. I'm staying away from that game. Ooh, that's a... Uh, battles of the dumbs. Anybody who's betting that game or any any reason to have any type of involvement in that game, oof, I feel sorry for you. I'm not touching that game at all. Man, listen. Josh McDaniels has gotten hired because of who he's worked with one too many times, and that's two times, and that's more than enough. He. I think Tom Brady's underrated now. I'm looking at Josh McDaniels. Yeah. 
Even though I hate Tom Brady, you stole me two hundred. Which I don't. I don't. Uh, but still, he was your guy. Okay. Anyway, um, you gotta understand the Raiders team. Your best star player looks done. Devontae Adams looks done. With them, you mean? Yeah. Well, well, he wanted to go there, though. But they traded away his boy. No, oh, Derek Carr, yeah. So, you traded away my boy, and we're not winning. And the thing is, you were at home. So, you want Devontae then, right? Oh, listen. You trade what? Listen, <laughs> you trade listen, anybody listen, on the roster, I right? I get rid of anyone <laughs> Devontae Adams on the Patriots. Anyone. Listen. Listen, if we have to give away... Bill Belichick's weird-looking son, get rid of that motherfucker. <laughs> and I hate his hair. I hate... Oh, man. The, oh, the meme with him doing his... T- like, yo, oh, get yeah. rid of that motherfucker. That's a creep. Those are the people we look out for in school. They're like, we see the, you see that person across the street? You stay away from him, kids. Those are the people we tell the kids to stay away from, bro. If I could trade him, get rid of Devontae Parker, and get rid of maybe a couple of first-round picks because... When it comes to drafting... You might as well get rid of them. Exactly. With, with Belichick, I guess, Belichick doesn't draft well anyway. If it's not a defensive player, Belichick's not drafting well. He might get a tight end. Not really. But nah. Listen. Him or Mike Evans. I want... want at least want one of them. I need to find out where Mac stands. And Mac's doing great. But he can only do so well with the talent you've given him. All right, well, back to the Raiders. Uh, obviously, tough situation. Uh, Jim G's out, and uh, the Chandler Jones situation. Uh, he got released today from the Raiders. Uh, erratic behavior. Obviously, mental health issues are going on there, so we wish CTE, him well. CTE, you mean. CTE. CTE is real. CTE is real. <laughs> I don't want to assume, but, you know, obviously. That's, that, that, that's what that is. Listen. You gotta understand, he plays one of the most physical positions in the game. Defensive end, and he has to constantly run into another person. And you gotta say, he's probably hitting other people's helmets. Fast, straight, like, it's okay. That's why they always say, take care of yourself, people out there. Listen, concussions are no joke. This man was on a video crying out of nowhere. I don't even know what he was talking about. I didn't even watch it. Because it's like, I don't want to give in to being like, oh, and making fun of him when he's clearly not healthy. Yeah. It's the same thing with Antonio Brown. It's why it's so hard to watch him because it's like one minute he's okay and then the next minute he's painting his hair four different colors. And it's just like, it's a cry out for help. But sometimes they don't know how to ask for the help. Or don't want it. Exactly. So it's like, you can't force help on some people who don't want help. But there are clear signs that that'll CTE. And I just wish him all the the best because sometimes playing football football if people don't say football's a hard sport. Football is a very hard sport. Hey, look at that sport. family. His brother's John Jones. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's at this issue too. Yeah, so obviously it's some, something's going on in that family. Listen, uh, between the crack and the CTE, like listen, the Jones family, they just need, let's all just take a step back. But you gotta give it. John Jones, probably one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. Chandler Jones, even though we got rid of you, I think Bill probably saw something. And I hate giving that motherfucker credit. I hate giving Hoodie Man his <laughs> fucking credit. But he was like, yo. Well, he didn't it, want to pay him. That's, that's basically That's true. But he was also probably seeing some stuff. He was probably hearing some stuff. Think about Bill. Bill probably sent some stuff out before. Like, look how fast he got rid of Antonio Brown. He, he saw things. Well, that was Kraft. Kraft wanted him out there. Exactly. But Kraft has won a lot of people out, but if Bill says no, Bill says no. He wanted Brady out. He wanted to keep um, Jimmy G. Jimmy yeah. G. Bill said no. That's what I'm trying to say. They probably both saw. By something. the way, I uh, hope Jimmy G. Uh, feels better. He has Another concussion. concussion. Yeah. Yo, this is a very hard <clears throat> league. Listen, it's not built for everyone. Not everyone makes it. This is why when I almost made the league, like you know, like, <laughs> I, just, I just, I just, I just had whoa, to think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, 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 let's calm Lord. that down. I Stop. remember you told me that you went to a Penn State practice and some, I guess, a lineman hit somebody. He was like, he pointed you. You next. You like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, first of all, I don't know if he was pointing at me, but I didn't, I didn't like the fact he pointed my vicinity. So I was like, let me 
this is clearly not what it is. I went home and I hid underneath my bed and I, I read my school school um, school work because I was like, this ain't for me. But like, a, but back to the point. This is a very hard league. Listen, players, go get yourselves checked out. It's okay. I get it. You want to play, but sometimes when you play with those type of injuries, you're actually doing more damage to your team because you're not in the right headset. And then you make more you make more problems for the team. It's okay. Take a seat out. Like Anthony Richardson. I know he wanted to play, but bro. Yeah, I think after what happened with Tua last year, I think the NFL has been smart about the concussions. You know, hey, if you if you if there's any hint of maybe you have a concussion, they sit you down for that game and then next week as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good policy to have. It, I and I, I really like it. And you know me, I'm all for players playing. But I see that sometimes it's okay to take a step back. And that's why you need someone because as a player, you're always thinking, I can go back in. I can go back. Look what Dion did for uh, Travis Hunter. He had to tell him, hey, yo, your future's bright. You can't come back on something like this. Yeah. A lacerated lung, yeah. You can't just take take some time. Heal up. Come back. Man, when you better, who knows? We might make a little run. But – Players, please take care of yourselves. It's a requirement. Your body is your temple. You're the only person who can take care of your body. But, you know, I'm saying, like, they need someone. I, I, I can give you, like, at least a good quarter. A good quarter <laughs> of play. You know, you know, uh, Patriots, if you need a little player, I, I can do something. You know, I, you know, I can play a little linebacker. You know, I got it. I still got it. But it is what it is. All right, it's now Pepper Takes. All right, uh, we do have to talk about this, Yonkoy. I know you probably don't want to talk about it, but we'll, we'll have our take on it. Obviously, the big story going around, not just in sports, but in the whole side media, is the whole Travis Kelsey and the Taylor Swift thing. So what, I, I'll tackle it this way. What do you think of the media exception in terms of everybody talking about from the NFL to sports media to even the media itself, the over-obsession of this whole story or this potential story? I get it from the NFL standpoint. It sells tickets. It sells merch. Travis Kelsey's profile has boomed in a in a category of fans that would never know who he is without the stupid Swift girls. The Swifties. The Swifties. Yeah. I'm not calling them that. I'm not doing <laughs> I'm not doing it. So what do you own? The Swift I, fans? I'm not calling them shit, okay? <laughs> um you have and I get it. Travis Kelsey's merch is selling. His podcast is blooming right now. Those Jets, Kansas City Chiefs tickets have gone through the roof. Yeah. I get from the NFL standpoint why they will merch at this. Why they will do, why would they talk about it? I do not need the fucking media talking about Taylor Swift any more than they do already. Yeah, she's the biggest uh, musician in the world. So, you know how that goes. If I have to hear, and I work with kids, if I have to hear about this stupid girl's drama life again, where she's broken up with another guy for the fifth reason, listen, I always say, if you're breaking up with all these people, you're the problem. Maybe that's what we should, that should be her next album. I'm the problem. How about that? How about that? But I am not talking about it. I've had people come up to me and tell me that this girl, this country girl, country singer, country pop girl. She don't sing country. She sings country pop. Let's call us. Let's call a spade a spade. Have told me that Travis Kelsey is now on a known star because of Taylor Swift. I've seen those. I've seen those takes. <laughs> Obviously, you're not happy with those takes. Travis Kelsey, people, is a two-time. Super Bowl champion and is probably top three tight end in the league ever. But you gotta understand, not everybody's a, a, a football fan. So obviously now he's crossed over to now mainstream. I get mainstream, it. Yeah. I get it. I get, that's why I said I get why the NFL's doing it. But don't come up to me and tell me that you didn't know who this meant. That's that's your fault. I don't. I haven't listened to Taylor Swift album in years. I think she's cool. Love. She's very talented. Uh, she is very talented. I will say that. The country pop singer that she is. <laughs> you can't even say that. <laughs> has done nothing for me. It's And I get it. I get where the NFL is coming from. I just don't like all these new fans coming in 
and talking to me about Taylor Swift when I'm trying to watch the fucking game. If you love her, love her away from me. Please, I'm trying to watch the game. This is the sport that I love. Don't come up to me and tell me how this country pop girl has changed your opinion of the NFL. If you didn't like it, if you didn't like it before, don't like it now. I said the same thing about One Piece. Don't like just like One Piece now because the live action has taken it to the level. Fuck y'all for joining hopping the bandwagon. I don't like any of y'all. Out of here with a swift, swift fucking tape. Country pop singles. <laughs> so I take it, uh, when you're watching the game tomorrow, you're not gonna be happy when they show her at least Listen, three times. I saw her I saw the same fucking replay fifteen times in that night. When Kelsey scored the touchdown. So you're hoping he doesn't score tomorrow? I hope he doesn't play. <laughs> I hope he gets a cold. No injuries. I just hope he gets a cold. Uh, a stomach no, virus and he doesn't play. Because I can't do this. I can't do this. They're taking away from the game because they're talking about her way too much. I'm like, yo, I get it. But this, is, is it, this isn't that serious. Like, that's like if um, someone dated Beyonce. It would take over. The, I'm like, yo, it doesn't need to take over sport. It's okay. Like, I get it. But no, focus on the game. These people are put, out there putting their lives online. Who cares what this country pop girl is doing? She's in the fucking stands with his mom. Let her, let her have that. If you want to put a separate, if you want to put a separate camera, like you know how they do Eli and um, oh, you need a mini cast. Yes, if you want to do the, the 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 country pop cast, do that. But don't 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 fucking take away from my game. I, I don't need that. I don't need that. And I already know tomorrow's gonna be even more because it's New York. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I'm getting ready. That's what's gonna stress me the fuck out. It's fucking New York. You know, oh, oh Taylor Swift came to New York and just. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Next oh. uh, pepper take. Uh, we have out there on the Michael Orr conservatorship. Uh, a, a judge of Tennessee uh, severed the conservatorship agreement between uh, Michael Orr and uh, the Tui family. Uh, she, the judge said that she was appalled that this conservatorship should never happen, especially since he doesn't have a disability. Michael Orr signed the agreement when he was 18 and living with the couple as he was being recruited by many colleges as a star high school football player. He said that he was manipulated by being told that he was being adopted, hence the paperwork. He was never adopted. He says that they use his talent and fame for their own gain or has asked for a full disclosure of the finances. So what are your thoughts on Mike Moore's conservatorship with the Tui's ending? Listen, I'm just happy this man got his, his fucking rights back. Like, all this conservative shit. Like, you got to understand, it just seems like his family used them. They knew what they were doing. I'm just man. I'm just happy that this man got his rights back. But I hate hopefully he gets his money back. That, that's, that, I, that, that seems like the next move right after that. I just hate that it took this fucking long. Like he's not even in the league anymore. Like do you understand? Yeah. Like this, this yeah, he had a whole career. <laughs> and this is more talked about than his fucking career, man. And this is why I always say sometimes signing everything without reading it is dumb. Don't know what you're putting yourself. Well, in. he didn't know, obviously. Exactly. That's why you always need someone to read the fine print for you. That's why athletes have agents. That's why I have lawyers. You need someone to read the fine print because all he's thinking, yo, I'm about to get this. Let me sign. I'm, think about it. He's 18. I wouldn't want none of my kids I work with at 18 to sign any papers without without being like, hey, Mr. Z, should I talk to my parents? I'd, I'd say, yo, go talk to your parents. Mm-hmm. Go get someone. Hire it. Write it. Look at it. Because when you're 18, you're rash. You're jumping to things. Oh, I'm about to get money. All you hear is money. You know I used to think, yeah, I'm going to go to this college, you know. Exactly. You know what You know what I'm trying to say. Like, right? Even when they always say, well, even with the Apple, you always got to read what you say. Read between the files. That's why they print it small. So yeah. They don't, they don't think you And no kid is reading all that. Kids don't like reading nowadays anyway. You give them anything, they're just going to sign it. I love that the judge saw that this was nonsense. I just hate the fact that it took so fucking long. Like, this man has to live with this for at least the next, what, 20, 20 years? And his, his career's going to be forgotten because it's always going to be talking about that. And first of all, that was a stupid movie. Let's call it Spade is I never Manny watched never it, so. It. I only, the only thing I liked about it was the spiff they had to pay Manny on, it, on mm-hmm. SNL. That was probably the best thing that came out of that movie. Anything besides that, I cared, I cared nothing for it. I, glad this man finally got away from it. Get your money, bro. Yeah. Get your money. Like, yo, 
This is what people don't understand. Stop ruining people's pockets. This is the shit I be talking. This shit that makes me upset about all this is that this man's pockets is ruined for no fucking reason. All right, the last ever take out. They finally have an update on the Tupac murder. It only took 27 years for it to happen, but according to reports, Dwayne Keith D. Davis was arrested earlier this morning, which was yesterday, on unknown charges related to the Tupac, uh, related to Tupac's murder. Davis, a former Crip, previously admitted to being in the Cadillac from which the bullets that killed Tupac were fired, and is also the uncle of the late Orlando Anderson, who was suspected to have been the shooter. Back in July, his Las Vegas home was raided, and the police confiscated a computer, hard drive, cell phones, old photographs, and several A40 caliber bullets. We will, and so that is the update. What are your thoughts on this? Specifically, the fact that this guy, he went on Black TV and other platforms, pretty much begged, uh, um, pretty much um, glorifying the fact that he was involved some way in Tupac murder. Okay, let's 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 call. I was just talking about this last night. First of all, this isn't even the murderer. This is the uncle of the murderer. But he was in the car. He was in the car. That's true. But you're you're just arresting him now. This man has been talking about this nonsense for years. He went on Vlad TV and it made the whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> like, and he's upset that his because his nephew got jumped by Tupac. I'm like, yo. This is this is ridiculous. This is just the police just trying to make it seem like, hey, we finally did something. It's and you a, know, everybody knew about this. Exactly. Years. Like that's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, this isn't this isn't big news. This is just you guys just trying to make an arrest. The man's in his sixties. I'm like, yo, what? Well, he's the only one that left because that, that, uh, Orlando Anderson he died. He died. He that's died, what I'm trying he to died say. a year after it happened. So. so like, what are we talking about? Like. You guys should have been resident after that time. You waited twenty years. You guys will bring up other stuff from other on other people before you even get this. This man literally sat in interviews and was like, "Yo, I did this. I was in the car. You know, my my nephew. You know, he was a shooter and all that." But I hate doing this, but say someone like Cosby shit still coming out to this day. I hate doing this, but. Always see when it's someone that they care about in the media, you see how they spin it, you see how they flip it. I just don't like that. I just feel like this is a cop out. Like like you could have done this before and it's just like, oh well let's let's do this now. It, it, I'm happy that he is arrested, but this is too little too late. What does this matter? Tupac's gone, his mom is really yeah, everybody's everybody's pretty much gone except this guy. Exactly. And you're just arresting him just to make a point. There's no point to be made. No one is going to benefit out of this. Shug's in jail. Like what are we doing? But I'm I don't I don't I don't even know what to say about that. It's it's just wild that when it comes to certain people that they'll take their own time and do the most. Well, next, watch, that's going to be Biggie. They'll find out who killed Biggie next. Oh, good <laughs> lord. Like um Great. All right. Well, uh, we'll get to our MVP picks. All MVP right. picks, 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 picks. All right. Last week I was three and zero. You were nah, one nah, two. Let's not let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Listen, I believe in stupid teams, and I should be I should be more mad at myself. But um, we're going three and zero this week. All right, I'll go first. Uh, my first pick will be Jacksonville over uh, Atlanta in the um, in the early morning London game. I just feel like Jacksonville should. Uh, they've had a couple tough couple weeks here. I feel at this point they should Who? be able to. Huh? Who's you? Who's you? Who you picking? Jacksonville over Atlanta. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I don't trust that Jacksonville team. You see the way they're playing right now. I mean, look. look I, to be yeah, you're right, but they're playing a team of the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons have played okay so far this year, but I don't see the Falcons as a as a playoff team. They could be, obviously, in the division. The AFC South, the NFC South, is pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Uh. And I don't see the Jaguars making a run until Week Six, like they usually Week Six, Week Seven, like they usually do. You can you can touch that. I'm not touching any Jaguars <laughs> unless, until Week Week Nine. I'm not touching them. Hey, I'm just saying. I didn't the rebounds. I, I, they need they need the game. It's in London. That seems to be their second home, so I'll give that one a shot. My second pick will be uh, Indianapolis over uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Anthony Richardson is expected to return, but 
that's not really why I'm picking the, the, that game. I just like how the Colts have been playing. I mean, we saw they were last year. <laughs> they were pretty bad, but uh, Shane Steichen, who was the Eagles offense coordinator, he's done a good job so far. They got an upset win over the Baltimore Ravens last week, so I feel like they keep keep their momentum going there. Against the Rams team, which, eh, offensive line wasn't very good against uh, Cincinnati on Monday night. So. Yeah, they look, they look rocky, but uh, I think Cincinnati... I think Cincinnati was desperate. They were a desperate team. That's why they won that game. Because I hadn't seen Cincinnati play that well all season. Joe Burrow was literally on one leg willing that team to win. That That's pretty much that was. But, okay, and your last one? Uh, last one? Let's see. Oh, my last one, I got the Vikings. I mean, I got Minnesota over Carolina. Uh, I know that's another risky pick, but... Whoa. But... After what... Kirk Cousins just did in situational football. Come on, bro. But you know they, they played. They played. They played better last week. Obviously, what happened in, that happened. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, Carolina. You know they're a young team. Um, Bryce Young. I don't know if he's going to play or not. But even if he does, still a rookie quarterback. Carolina isn't all that great. I feel like Minnesota should at least win this one. Minnesota ain't great either. But whatever. All right. Um, Your picks. I'm going with the Browns over the Ravens. I think the Browns finally found something last week. And Sean Watson, maybe he took my advice. He accepted his drilling role because he played well last week. He's banged really up, well. though. He's banged up with his shoulder, though. That's true. But the Ravens are banged up everywhere on that team. Like, yeah, they're always banged up. I, I Listen, Odell's out. Hill's out. I, I just don't know what it is with the Ravens. They're never healthy. And I get it. But the amount of injuries that they have at this point in the season is mind-boggling. You lost J.K. Dobbins. Cool. Odell's been Odell didn't play last week. He's not playing this week again. There, there got to be something. Is there something in that water over there? The train, the, the field. But what, whatever. I got the Browns over the Ravens. <sighs> Listen, I got because <sighs> I hate them so much. <laughs> and that's just because I want to see the Jets' misery continue. I hate you, Jets fans. I hate you with everything. So, wait, wait, wait. Which three team do you hate more? You hate the Jets or the Giants? I hate the Jets because they're in my division. I hate the Giants because they're pompous assholes. And still talk about 2011 like it was literally five years ago. And they haven't made, they haven't made a playoff run. I mean, they had their playoff run last year. But before that, they hadn't made the playoffs since 2017. But no, Jets fans are more obnoxious because I, we face them two times a year. I hate the Jets now. I hate the Giants now because we face them this year. They're going to be obnoxious when I'm going there. And I will be live streaming from the Patriots-Giants game oh, out yeah, there yeah. at MetLife Stadium. Oh, yeah. That's coming up uh, this month, right? Next month, no, right? next month. Next uh, month, October, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You're going to be in the suite, too, right? No. Oh, no. I got you. Okay. No, it's gonna be, there's going to be some good tickets. But, yeah. Fuck both. Fuck both New York teams. And Your last one? I got Dolphins over Bills. I think you guys... That's a big game. That's, are, that's, a, that's a really big game. I think you guys are good. I think the Dolphins are clicking right now. They're a little better. Yeah, Jordan Porter, Porter is out, so uh, yeah. we're going to see DeMar Hamlin for the first time. We'll see how oh, he plays. Oh, Lord. And he has a, you guys want to get that man another heart attack? <laughs> he got to go from barely playing. Now he goes to D. Tyreek. Man, Bills, y'all, y'all, y'all are evil people. Y'all are evil people. Hey, what they need him? What? Hey, they're top safeties out. So hey, let's just bring him back to go make him face one of the most dominant receivers in the league. What you want them to do? Not do that to a man who, <laughs> who died on the field? Can we not do that? Good lord, MVP picks, picks. We going three and zero this week. I'm going three and zero this week. So all y'all on on the on the Instagram page can stop talking about me. And y'all send y'all picks in the comments down below when we post this. I want to see what y'all picks are. Let's see who goes three and zero. Let's see if y'all go one and one and two like I did last week. But oh, look at that! Y'all quit challenging the, the the listeners. I'm challenging the listeners. Put your picks down in the comments below on the page. I want to see. Let's start. Let's let's see who gets it. And if you get three and zero, we'll give you a little shout out. Leave your Instagram <laughs> on the, down below. All right, Yanko. Anything else? Um, college football 
has been very fun and entertaining. But I have always said this, and I will continue to say, I hate Notre Dame with a passion. I hate Notre Dame with a fucking passion. I hate how they get ranked every year. I hate how they're always in this non-division, but then they'll face a Michigan, Ohio State, and now who they're facing? They're facing Duke tonight, right? Yeah. And it's like, why? Just go join a fucking conference and call it a fucking day. I mean, they don't have to. That's the thing. I, they, that's they, the have that, they have that NBC contract, so. It's fucking stupid. Can you imagine the money they would make if they went to the Big Ten? Can you imagine? But then, nah, I won't be selfish. No, fuck no, fuck no thing. That's why anytime they would win and they would go to the national championship, they would get ramrocked because they're not facing real talent. Fuck Notre Dame, bro. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that team. And it's always a bunch of, nerd, you know, also Notre Dame. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You're not good. You are not good. <sighs> All right. Well, have an announcement before we uh, wrap things up. Uh, so the announcement is I have I will be stepping away from the Post Game Narratives podcast. I am in the process of uh, taking a job with a sports media company in New York and... One of the agreements I made with that organization is that uh, I can't have any involvement, any uh, non-affiliated uh, podcasts within the organization. So, agreed to that. So, I'll be stepping away for some time. I'll still make my MAB picks. I'll send them to Yankwe, and he'll and he will read them out, and he'll have his reaction to that. So, the time being, Yankwe will be the solo host of the Post Game Narratives podcast. Obviously, he'll have some guests in the future as well. So... Any Solo reactions? Dolo, but congrats, Cove. All right. That's a good birthday gift for yourself. You're about to make some major moves. PGN will not die. I will not let it <laughs> die. We're going to keep going. We got new equipment today. We're going to keep, and we're going to be getting on camera soon, guys. And, and anybody and anybody's able to do, who can do it, a, a podcast by himself, it's you, Yonko. I mean, you have the gift of gab. You you can talk about anything, honestly. So this month of October is going to be big for PGN. This month of October, I'm telling you, stick with us, people. This month is going to be big. We're going to see some more, more movements. We might get we're going to get on camera. We're going to get some new we're going to get some new merch. I'm getting the Dion shades, and I'm wearing them every interview. I'm telling you, we're doing some stuff in October. I've been wanting to get those Dion shades. I should have gotten the Dion shades. Damn. Ah. All right. Well, for the time being, go for PA for the last time, and then Aqua Zaza. This has been the post game narratives podcast. Peace out.